Oh, that's perfect. What's up, everybody? Oh, Welcome shit. to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Core. Now, here's over there, of course, let me just get it all out mm. there. Over there, Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. That's him, host. I, a lot of times, people like to listen to the podcast as a secondary thing. You know, they're on, they're, they'll watch it on YouTube, but they're not watching it, right? Sure. It's going on. I sometimes think of the office that way. Oh, our, same our here. office. Oh, yeah. Our office. Oh. Where I'm in the other room. And I'm listening to your conversations. Occasionally, I'll chime in, but usually I'm just chuckling, you know, enjoying my, the company of my friends, my, my coworkers. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't know I'm listening. I feel really uncomfortable when you do that. It's just cool lines from Cool then Greg. You keep your fucking vo- voice down, right? I keep. I don't want to hear door. you yell at your mom in Spanish, but I have to. So <laughs> if I have to go through that, I'm gonna get the good stuff hey, too. Hey, that, that bitch stuff? yells first, all right? Say, hey, stop that. Uh, what? That what? Mom. You don't know her. God. I do know her, and I agree with Kevin's decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's up. But I'm pretty sure there was no camera on, and you snorted liquid IV no. crystals? Is that no, what happened? No, We no, went no. over this in the pre-show. We talked about it in the pre-show. I don't know why I, you guys burn all the good content in the pre-show. Pre-show is supposed to be the worthless content nobody wants. Stop giving up the stories <laughs> I want. That's how it works, though. That's a joke. I, I know. We I, love you, I had a, Start coming I was opening coming. liquid IV, and I was using my mouth, because I couldn't open up my thumbs. You know why? Thumbs are a little tender from a lot of Mario Maker. A lot of Mario Maker. A lot of Mario Maker. Getting that callus from, like, it's like when I play guitar a lot. Sure. So I'm trying to open it up with my mouth, and then I just, like, and it just like popped sure. in my face, so I had all this white over me, <clears throat> and I coughed, and it was just a cloud of that. Okay. And so Joey turns around and sees me, like, looks like I just did a fucking line, line. with yeah. fucking Tony Montana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, that was the liquid IV story. Okay, good. Just but now sure it's in my bloodstream now. How are you feeling? Are you hydrated it, in your bloodstream? The thing is, you snort it, hits you faster. Of course, yeah, you move much it. faster. It's a big boofing story. That's not sure boofing. Boofing. No, that's, that's boofing. It's different than snorting. No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, before we went get to the rigmarole, you mm. know what I mean? I like to give you appetizers, little stories. I've been living a fun little moment of my worlds colliding uh-huh. over on my email, and I haven't shared it with you guys, of course, because we're never in the same room. Let alone we don't get the. Ch- this is the only time we ever talk during the week, which isn't a joke. There's really a chance we ever get talked. Uh, this week, we're sending the one and only Cool Greg Gettys mm-hmm. to PlayStation mm-hmm. to see Concrete Genie, right? Uh, graffiti game. Yeah, a graffiti game. He, cool Greg, I think, number one Concrete Genie fan. Mm-hmm. I played it in VR. I thought it was stunning. I still can't touch what Cool Greg's excitement level is for this game. Um, I'm going to start with the epilogue, then go forward, right? I just had the moment where Cool Greg walked in. He's like, hey, can I tweet that I'm going to see Concrete Genie this week or whatever? And I was like, I don't really know. Sony can be tough about that. So I called PlayStation because it's run by one of the PR on is one of my good friends. Uh, she's like, yeah, it should be okay. Let me check. She went and checked. It comes back and she's like, all right, Cool Greg is allowed to tweet. And he can even confirm the embargo if he wants for Concrete Genie, right? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, that's a fun little synopsis what? of what's going on. Cool right? Greg is awesome. now the face of Concrete Genie. <laughs> but here's where it gets better for me, of course. You know, my entire video game career, right, has been covering PlayStation. So I know, I know the ins. I know the outs. Uh, they know me over there quite well. And so when they hit me up about this event, it was, as they often are in our industry, it's a save the date kind of thing. Like, hey, this is coming up. You know, I hit him back. I'm like, I'm super in. Uh, one of our coworkers here is, is super, super high in this game. I'd love to admit, can we do two I spots? Super, super high. high, period. Can we do two spots, period? And they were like, ah, we don't know. About-. So it's been a back and forth about Concrete Genie for a while. Finally, they hit me up and they were like, all right, cool. We can only do one slot, at least for the beginning. Who do you want to send or whatever? And I was like, I'm going to send Greg Geddes. Yeah, he's going to come. He's going to do it. And they responded back and we went a few times like, all right, cool. Uh, we're very excited to see Tim. 
And I was like, no, no, that it wasn't a typo. It, it's Tim's brother, Greg. I know my name's Greg too. too. Greg, Greg Geddes is coming. And they're like, all right, cool. And so then the chains that have been going back and forth about when cool, he's coming Tim. <laughs> have, been calling, have been calling him Other Greg. And so finally, they were like, all right, cool. We want to send him his confirmation and all this stuff. Should we just send it to Other Greg at kindoffunny.com? And I was like, no. And I like actually say it. I'm like, no, it's actually cool, Greg. I am not joking. <laughs> we call him cool, Greg. I am regular, Greg. He is cool, Greg. So today to get the, and they, I was like waiting for an email response of just lols or whatever. Never got it. And then so today though, I got the text of like the company, cool, Greg. Is allowed to confirm all this concrete genius. I love stuff. it. And I was like, there you go. Kind of God. funny intersecting with the so world of PlayStation. <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the Kind of Funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes three. Best friends gather on this table. Each come to talk to you about their lives and whatever else is happening under the sun. If you like that, you should be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over there, you can get the show early, ad free. You can watch it as we record it and get more kind of funny than anybody else. But... If you don't have any bucks to toss our way to get it when it posts early, no big deal. You can wait till it goes up on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Rooster Teeth and podcast services around the globe each and every Friday. Tim? Yes. It's done my heart well to see you. Because, mm-hmm. of course, I went to Comic-Con on Wednesday. You came down to Comic-Con on Thursday. We didn't see each other. You texted me to say you'd made it to the panel. I saw your friends. Your yeah. friends came over and got the passes. I caught up with them. They were all very impressed with what was happening. Oh, they yeah. were having a good time. Their first convention ever. How was it? Wow, that, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I think it was on this show or a pre-show or whatever show. Maybe it was just Andrea talking to me on a Games Daily. But we had a conversation about, oh, yeah, like, oh, I haven't gone to a... She was like, I haven't gone to a convention just for fun and forever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I ever have as an me, adult. I haven't. This was my first convention ever that was just for fun. Debatably, my very first E3 when I like won the contest sure, to get yeah, in and yeah, all yeah. that. But like even then, like that's when I got my job at IGN. Of like course. I was hustling, working, even, you know, Tim Getty shit. But this is the first time I was like, it's my friend's 30th birthday. So I'm like, that's what it was. Like, somebody, Jim yeah. was asking me, why are they all here? I'm like, See, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I forget yeah, yeah, gotcha, why. Gotcha. It was one of my boys' 30th birthday. So we're like, like we've talked about going to Comic-Con forever since we were like 13 yeah. when we just saw like things on TV talking about Comic-Con movies, referencing it. G4. And it, it just seemed like this like mecca, this the coolest thing ever, but it also seemed impossible to go to. It was like, I'm never going to gonna do that yeah. kind of like when I, when I was growing up and I'd watch MTV Spring Break and like, there was all these no, women dancing honestly, drunk I'm, I'm like never I'm, I'm never gonna be hot enough <laughs> yeah, to go to the right. beach and take That's my shirt off honestly this is the nerd equivalent yeah. of just yeah. like fuck like so Dan Cortez so like cool. getting grinded on by three beautiful women and fucking like you know Polly I mean? Shorgan jerked yeah. off in the corner on that note thank you to our Patreon producers Mark Starvagi DJ Kento Kieran O'Donnell Sam Davis Starvagi. Sarvagi. Sarvagi. You're here every week to correct me, so I don't have yeah. to learn it. Today we're brought to you by Movement and Upstart. Uh, so yeah, you. this is something they never thought they'd go to? No, it's something like I never thought that I would go to. And then, you know, life Obviously your kind life. of transitioned pretty quickly. And all of a sudden it was just like, oh shit, like this is my life. I go to Comic-Con almost every year. E3, RTX, PAX. Like, like I've been to at least 100 conventions like over the last 10 years or whatever. That's probably not right. But you know what I mean? At least 50. And uh, none of them were just for fun. This time I was like, you know what? If... We don't, because my, my friend, it started with him hitting me up and being like, hey. Which friend is it? Vincent. Vincent. It's, it's July 22nd is his birthday. So today is technically his birthday. Happy birthday, Vincent! Ah! Um, but he started a group thread with uh, me, Kerr, and Danny, and him, which were like, that's the OG friend group when we first met each other in seventh grade. And he was like, I want to do something just us. Is like, there anybody not small. part of the friend group? That yeah, James James what about Kevin? James, oh, wow. Kevin. Weird James still doesn't know that we went to Comic-Con. Oh, man. And it's going to uh, break uh, his heart. Why did he do that? I mean, it's because he wanted to take it back. 
But like James. Yeah. Why, what did he want to take back? He wanted to take back fun from James? <laughs> no, Make America great taking. again. <laughs> it's complicated. Wait, but it was wasn't just like, James like friends with you in, when that group? No, no, he wasn't. He came oh. later. That's the thing. It's like this was the OG shit. All right. And we, the four of us, have never done a trip together. Kevin was not in, in the OG. I, no. I, I didn't hang out with this. He had a side life with me. Yeah. How does that? How did that feel? You were the side chick. Uh, well, I mean, it was. It was like the real reason is because I lived like, forty minutes come away. True. Forty four zero. Yeah, forty with like taking the Back bus before we had cars. Yeah. Ah, because you were out in the Richmond, right? Yeah, 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 he was in Daly City. So it was, yeah. I had to walk from my house to Daly City Bart, which is a fifteen minute walk, and then take the twenty eight, which took around like thirty minutes. Gotcha. And it's just like I could go see them on weekends, but I never hung out with them after school. Gotcha. Like they all hung out. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he hit me up and he was like, "I want to do something just us. It could be simple. Let's just get dinner somewhere in SF." And he was like, "Tim, are you going to be able to make it? Because I have Comic Con every year." So he already knows that I usually have to miss his birthday. Sure. And I was like, like "I actually day. don't know." And I was like, "Here's the deal, though. One way or the other, if if I don't get into Comic Con, if we don't do a job, cool. I'm going to be there for sure." And I was like, "Or if I don't get Comic Con." I can see if we can get you badges and then we'll go to Comic-Con just for fun. Yeah. And then I hit you up because you're doing the Marvel games thing and you're just like, I'll see what I can do. Greg Miller, fucking man of the people. That's what I do. Gets me the mm-hmm. four fucking passes to Comic-Con. Really cool. Wow. And I'm just really like, cool. guys, we're doing this. And I've never seen them that happy. When I told them, they were like, this is dream come true. We're doing what we've always wanted to. Yeah. And it just turned out. I'm like, they're like, how much are you going to have to work? And I was like, honestly, right now I'm not. And I was like, there'll be things that we should do and go to and like support people and whatever. But like, Otherwise, we're just having fun, and it was a blast. Yeah, so much fun. Although you can't take the work out of it, and like the the, the work is such a weird way to put it when it's at conventions because it's it's, like, the, it's the press and flesh. It's so going much, over so much of it shaking hands because that was the one thing that they were most like, holy crap! Like I didn't realize your life was that way. They're like, you can't go ten minutes without somebody seeing you and talking to you, and like you are like just so. It feels like you guys have known each other forever. Like we can't tell the difference between the best friends, your old coworkers from IGN, or big deal people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So There's like every Business five minutes stuff, you're yeah. talking to somebody and you're just like, hey, like catching up and it's just like. Yeah, it's because you're like, that's because you, they're legitimately who we are. And that's, I'm like, that's just what we do. And they're like, I don't understand how it's like, you know, everybody. And I'm like, oh, well, like someone's uh, Ben Bellevue. It's like, I've known that motherfucker since he was like 14. God, you know so what I mean? Small, and I'm like, I showed, like I showed the, the picture, like he was at the uh, um, comedy show, Nick's comedy show. Um, but then it'd be other people. It'd be like Troy Baker. Or it'd be like whoever we run into, Mega Ran, like things like that. And so oh, I miss Megan. Yeah, he's doing well. Uh, he was hanging out with Run DMC. That was a weird fucking goddamn. Yeah, it was a weird thing to see at Comic Con. I'll wow. tell you that. Um, but it was so much fun being with them and seeing them kind of experience their. Yeah, first I can't imagine what convention. it's like. I can't imagine like taking Poe to Comic Con or E3, and I, I mean this in a nice way, a normie, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who. Their lives do not revolve around the nerd shit like ours do and like yours do, listener or viewer as well. Utterly overwhelming for all of us, myself included. I've been to now, I want to say eight Comic-Cons, maybe seven, and I've only been on the show floor for three of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's it's just too much for me. I'm like, sure. I, don't, I don't get joy from this. Sure. With the exception of running into all those people. Oh, and yeah. that is the key to the show floor. It's like, is it a big play? Is it like New York? Comic Con, like is that the show floor? It is like that literally same layout about four New York Comic Cons. Oh, it is wow. the biggest convention I've ever been to. Okay, it's six separate halls next to each other. Oh wow! And okay. it just keeps going and going and going. When and we wa- so we did Hall H for Marvel Games. Thank you to everybody who came out. Every tweet about it. Um, and afterwards, say goodbye to everybody. Walked the Agents of Shield people all walked around. I was like, yeah. 
And then it was like, got, re- got reunited with Jen, and it was like, all right, cool. Like, I got to see Attack Peter on the show floor. Kind of funny best friend, did the super porty thing that he was mm-hmm. giving away to best friends who came by and like did it. And so I had, I opened an Instagram where, or my phone where I screenshotted the Instagram post, and it was like, he's at 922, booth 922. And I walked over security in the back stage area. And I'm like, how do I get to the show floor the easiest? And I'm like, oh, right here. And they just literally opened a door like two doors away. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks. And I walked in, and Jen's like, where do I get? I'm like, 922. And I looked up, and we were in aisle 5200. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's just by hundreds. So I was like, all right, here, here we, we go. go. You know what I mean? Turn and we just and went. And like, I love Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I've been to this is my, what, uh, since 2007. I've been going to Comic-Con. 12 years. 12, yeah. So this is my 13th Comic-Con. <clears throat> uh, love it. I rarely do what I used to do, which is like, it, it was a different job back then of going to see games and then, of, or panels and then wanting to show the, do the show floor on Sunday. Now I usually do a pass of the floor. And it, even at that is like artist alley, see Babs or somebody see, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, name slip in my mind, bounce off and go. You know what I mean? And so this one was like a long extended walk, which was the same way, right? Of pe- first off, best friend stopping us. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Claudio Sanchez is there. Should have going to say hi. Why didn't you tell me like that? N- that doesn't fucking help me now on Monday after Comic-Con, Andy. <laughs> tr- you know, go you- back. Maybe still there. Anyways, <laughs> walking, best friends, people I know from the industry, people like you're saying that we know from our world or whatever. But it was the same thing of like talking to Jen. i just like, I love this. I love Comic-Con. I love what a celebration is. I hate being here right now because it's just to the point of I'm not I know I'm not going to buy anything mm-hmm. and I'm not here to get a signature and I don't want it's just like I just got to get but you're like wall to wall shoved Dude, in it is Andy like it is the giant the most giant convention center of all time and it is person to person like you're, you're walking like this in the uh, brave I mean I saw uh, it's horrible. Uh, I mean, it smells real good we have cool friends yes I'm gonna be honest the smell you get used to it. I, you, you get bad. You get bad sections sometimes. Get used. To, yeah, there, there's moments where I'm like, oh, but it's like otherwise, I feel like it's a little overblown. Sure. Okay. But like, I, I the people who bring kids in, including mm-hmm. Trish, uh, we have cool friends. Trish, uh, who had I saw a Scott, oh, shot so of her cute. with a baby in a backpack. I was like, yeah. I would never ha- not have my eyes on the kid. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like the amount of people who walk into stuff, the amount of strollers people I see clip or whatever when they're walking through. Yeah. I digress. I saw Trish there though. She was another one on the show floor that I ran into. Yeah. So that was fun. It just that to me is the best part of the show floor is seeing everybody. Sure, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Again, the best friends like the um, what was his name? Peter. Attack Peter. Saying? Attack Peter. Um, I walked by and his wife made eye contact with me and did the like yeah, double yeah, take. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I went up to her and she's like, oh my god, like my husband, whatever. And I look over, and I'm like, oh my god, I saw you on Reddit. Like yeah, you yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, oh, do you want one of the porty scrolls? I'm like, yes. Like yeah. this is awesome. Uh, but anyway, so, that so that's us, though. You and me doing yeah. business there. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they loved it. They bought totally. a million things. They and were- it, was, it was interesting seeing them all. So we were there all weekend from Thursday to Sunday. So and that's like, a long time. Long time. Did you go to the con every day? Uh, so we only ended up going uh, two days. Well, okay. One of them, the Marvel Games Day that when we did the... Thursday, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we saw Greg's panel, which was amazing. And like, Hall H, I've only been in twice now, and both times have been for your panel. Sure. 7,000 people, Andy. Jesus. Literally seven thousand <laughs> people. It is just the. It's so grand. The scale is huge. Like if you're in the back of the room, the panel. You that's, Greg's little ant. That's why they have those giant screens. And they have giant there. screens like going back and back and back. It's like it is so impressive. And like seeing Greg come out and kill it, do the Greg thing, and like get everybody so amped. Like it was awesome. And, and Josh kid came out though. He was uh, a tornado of energy from. Yeah, he Marvel. was. I was like Jesus from where. Uh, one of the Marvel.com people came out. Like, so we had the three big games, right? So we started with Ultimate Alliance. Then we did VR, or, uh, Iron Man VR. Mm-hmm. Then we did uh, Marvel's Avengers. In between there, we had like little interstitial segments. And one of them was two of the guys from Marvel.com. One of them being Josh came out to talk about the tournament they're doing in the mobile game or whatever. And it was like supposed to be like a two or three minute thing. And he came out like 
running, it yelling. Was you the know, funniest thing because there's these two dudes that you could tell are like best friends, but it really reminded me of like, like Snowbike Mike and Cool Greg. Okay, <laughs> so Snowbike Mike runs out and he's just like, "What's up?" Like, screw before he even has a mic, just like jumping around, like, "We're talking about Marvel. It's Hall H, baby!" Like, hella extra, and he'd be saying some shit, and then it'd like he'd look over at his friend, the Cool Greg, and he'd just be like. Yeah, man, it's cool. <laughs> this tournament's gonna be tight. Like, it's just like always, just one liners, like such great energy, back and forth. I love it. So yeah, they did that, and there was nonstop energy. And then yeah, the other interstitial was the Team Liquid stuff for their Marvel jersey tie-in. And this is something yeah, that me and Jen talked about. Found it a way to take a shirt off. And you said it was the most inventive way I've ever done it. You didn't I, see it coming. I didn't see it coming. And that, that says something <laughs> yeah. that I didn't see Greg taking his shirt it's impressive. off. Impressive. Yeah. What this is my my takeaway from that segment was, of course, that it was very interesting that I always talk about this. And I know people, they don't like to poo-poo it or whatever, but it's a hard thing to wrap your head around that gaming and esports are just not the same fucking thing. Yeah. Where we had a room full of people who loved Marvel games and were so into Marvel games and so excited to see Avengers and talk about like Ultimate Alliance DLC. And when they, and Bill was like, yeah, we did did these uh, jerseys with our friends from Team Liquid. It was like... Like it was like nobody knew what that was, and he'd yeah. be like the yeah. sports team, right? And it was like they came out and they were like big deal, pretty big like, deal, yeah. exactly. Just not to that sphere of Marvel games, people. Yeah, jerseys are dope though. They were jerseys really nice too. Dope. Everybody was awesome. Yeah, so Greg killed it. So we got to see that. So like, I was I was happy that my friends got to see like what a Hall H panel like could be, you know. And I was like, so they, we got that, and then we did uh, a run of the show floor, and then there was one other time we went back to the show floor. The funny thing is though, Curran was coming in, and like he's been dreaming of this moment forever. He just moved to a new house. He oh, has God. his little like like his own room to deck out whatever he yeah. wants, and he's just like, I'm going hard. I'm about to buy hella shit, and so he brought an empty bag. <laughs> Just to uh, buy the panda must, the panda just, must, yeah, yeah, just to like like bring stuff back. And spoilers, he didn't buy a single thing. Wow, it what was happened? decision paralysis. Oh, it was just no, like it's no. so overwhelming, and there's just so much shit that, that we'd be walking, you. and he'd be like taking notes of like things he wanted or whatever. But then by the time he got to the end, he's like. I don't want to double all the way back. I'm tired. Let's yeah. just go back. And it's like, we always come back the next day. And then at that point, it's like, you don't remember where the hell anything Order, and is. And it's a pain in the ass to bring it all. And like, for me, it's always like Sideshow Collectibles has the coolest shit. None oh, of it's for sale there. My None of it's for sale. God. It's just like, remember That's that. That's what we break in. We need to break into Sideshow Collectibles. I don't know what happened, Tim. Big mm-hmm. heist. When we were at IGN, we had a Sideshow Collection hookup, Tim. Yeah. And now here we are, statues all over the place. No Sideshow Collectible hookup. Tim. What did you do, Tim? Oh. And they got a cyborg Superman know. coming out I need. All right, do you understand this? Tim. Damn. <laughs> the, the sideshow booth was amazing, man. Like, They're it, all, like, they always it are. It always is, but like, God, this year, like they had this uh, Iron Man like from End of Endgame with uh, doing oh, the snap, and it's just, it looks so Oh, he's on his knees so or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's great. Um, the Marvel booth was awesome. That was a fun thing. We came by at the perfect time where it was just swarmed, and you're like, the fuck's going on There's here? There's also the one of, of uh, Iron Man with the with his... With the like, things out, yeah, yeah, the yeah, blasters, yeah. Like, like he's the like fire he's on the them. rocks or whatever. Yeah. So tight. Um, but uh, me and my friends were walking through, and like we we're just total stop in the the hall. You could not keep moving. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" It's like, "Oh, Marvel's right there. What's going on?" We look over, and on the panel, it's just the Russo brothers. And as you go down, it's just like ends, and it's like Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan. It's like this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like I just love the vibe of this so much. So they had fun, even though they were like overwhelmed. Yes, okay. oh, totally, totally. It just we just needed to take breaks and stuff, and kind of like walk out. And but that was the other thing. It's like we're, we were there for his birthday too, so it wasn't just Comic Con. Like we got to, and and they finally understood what I was saying of like 
Comic-Con is so worth going to, even if you don't get have a pass, even if you oh, don't yeah, get into Comic-Con, the show floor. The city of Comic-Con. It is, like, there is, it, within, like, a six blocks radius, like, square radius of, it's just a block party, man. It's like what happens with South by Southwest. Or it's, like, yeah, it's just These insane. are the actual ticketed shows, but everywhere else, it's like, there's shows everywhere. Yeah. everywhere, cool stuff you can do. Everyone's in costume. All the th- restaurants are themed and stuff. Like, it was so much fun. We had a blast. Fuck, like, great food in awesome. San Diego. All the stuff was really cool, but... Yeah, it was cool seeing them kind of like experience. You took them to parties too, right? and then then yeah, I actually got them in. I had to like really like I did full Tim Gettys like Grease shameless I'm like 30 for not 30. giving a shit like yeah. begging people to get us on uh, party lists and stuff. Did you get one of those big fake cakes? They worked out enough. No, okay. not one of those. Uh, why was why did Nick go? So Nick went because he, he has FOMO and he can't deal with us doing things without him. Um, <laughs> and to do as well. What's up? Wasn't he? Didn't he go to the? He, he yeah, he was on the stand. It's thing a chicken and the egg type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Didn't like, would he have even done the show Didn't had he, he did not? That last year? No, we just went last year. We yeah. went. So Mark Ellis did a show every year. He does a show down there uh, where it's Mark Ellis and friends, and they do their stand-up comedy thing. And uh, me and Nick went last year just to see them, see Makuga, and see all that, and it was fun. Uh, but then this year, like Mark on We Have Cool Friends was like, "Oh, like if you, if you're down in Co- Comic Con, like you you should do the show, or whatever." But like. He wasn't going to go. But then when he heard that I was going for fun, he was like, fuck it, I'm going too. Oh, and so okay. that's why he ended up going. But then he hit him up, so then he just, got on the show. Just, but that was cool. So we got to go on the show, or we got to see the show as well. So you um, just wanted to go to Comic-Con, and you guys were like, all right, let's do it. Huh. Yeah. So uh, we watched the- You can do that too, Kevin. See, I, I fucked up. I thought they were going for work. And I should have just gone for fun. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I swear, I fucking s- next year, Andy, me and you, let's do it. The amount of times I got asked, "Hey, you going to come?" I was like, "Nah," but the guys are going. I'm sure they're like doing panels. Like Greg's doing the thing. I'm. I just thought there was going to be like uh, Tim was uh, hosting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, man, man, I'm an idiot. This, this is what happens listen. when you're gone for a week. I just man. don't listen. Yeah, that's probably the problem. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. Then uh, we got to see Nick's thing, which was awesome because like that was just another cool thing for us to get to do and like get into and whatever. McCoog is great, obviously. Mark Ellis. To this day, the best stand-up comedian I've seen wow. in my life. Dude, he's so good and so versatile. Every time I've seen him perform, which is now like four times, completely different sets. And like his sets are 30, 40 minutes. Like it's Crazy. very, very impressive. It's wild to see him perform. And when he does Comic Con sets, like he does Comic Con jokes and they're funny. Like yeah. it's it's real, real good stuff. Uh, Nick killed it. And the, my the best friend showed up. I was so Did impressed, they? man. Yeah, like uh I thought Nick was gonna go up first. You know what I mean? Because like, oh Mark Ellis and friends. It's like, oh well, Nick's a new friend. I guess you know Nick I mean? is a friend. Um, but uh, he didn't. He went up last, like right before Mark oh, did. Wow. And uh, by far the biggest like reaction from the crowd. So I was like, that's really cool. Fuck like, yeah. This is that's awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, I got to hang out with a lot of best friends at the show too. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but then, yeah, we got to go to some like like big deal parties. Like we went to the, the fandom party. Um, that which was is on Cirque du Soleil. And then Cirque du Soleil was there. Uh, they Someone jumped out of the, like, okay, so. It's the roof of the Hard Rock Hotel. Float, okay. right? Right, yeah, the yeah. floats are called. It is the coolest venue I've ever been to, ever. IGN used to throw their parties there. Um, is this for the Hard Rock years. across the street from the convention center? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's the, okay. Where IGN used to always be. Yeah, Hard yeah, Rock yeah. does, in there is where IGN does their live shows. Right. On the roof is there's a pool, there's like a giant space for like Marvel stage done, and stuff. Or Disney has done parties up there as well or something. I mean, everyone does parties. Yeah. Like that's the place people do parties. Yeah. But this year, fandom did. And so it's like, it's the roof, but then next to it, there's like hotel towers. 
you know? So those towers have windows, so people that are staying at the hotel can kind of look out and see the party. But they were doing this weird, like, Cirque du Soleil installation, and they had people, like, jumping out of random hotel windows, like, zip lining and doing, like, Cirque du Soleil <laughs> coming down. Uh-huh. It was insane. Uh-huh. Uh, Did you see Bromley's tweet? That he busted his... That, yeah, but before then he had tweeted, it was, it was that he, sta- he was staying at that hotel, and they had texted him that day being like, hey, rocker. Like this, they're doing this thing out there. So if you could shut your blackout curtains from nine to nine fifteen, we'd be really appreciate it. And he just texted back, "No, pay me. I, <laughs> like I gotta see this shit show or something like that." Well, that's, that's hilarious. He, I saw him there actually. Do you know how he hurt himself? He, no, I don't know how he hurt okay. himself, but I was talking to him at the fan. So he party. was one of the zipliners. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, and then the DJ Girl Talk. Are you familiar with him? No. Real big in like two thousand eight and on, where he like. Did a lot of the mashup stuff where it's like uh, it wasn't you know DJ Earworm every year would do the end of the year wrap wrap up things where it's like all the oh, yeah. I know DJ Grimecraft all right, <laughs> all right whatever girl talks don't, dope. Talk, don't talk to Nick he about performed. DJs <laughs> oh lord DJ Char Alanazar <laughs> yes yeah, yes uh, but uh, that was it was super cool and obviously like open bars and stuff so my friends were like super impressed and shit and it's like they're just having a lot of fun with that right. so. It, it was cool, and then it was a lot, a lot of celebrities there. But it's like the you go talk to him? the um, uh, current go talk to anybody. Yeah, we we started talking to I don't know his name. He's one of the uh, I love the eighties guys though. Uh, Hal Sparks. It's not Hal Sparks, but okay. it's another, it's like Hal Sparks. You're just like holy shit! It's that Michael guy. Ian Black. No, no it's oh, not, not that him, guy. But, <laughs> so that that shit was fun. And then Cameron Cuff was there. Hell yeah. and Chloe. Oh. We talked to them for a very long time. Um, so that was fun. Was that, that the day they were dressed as Nightwing and Batgirl? No, they were just normal that, okay. that day. Okay. Um, but they were great, and it was cool like having Cameron meet my friends because like they instantly became friends. I'm like, yeah. this is great. Like this is like what this is all about. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's fun bringing them into a different environment that we're so used to. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and then to skip ahead to the the next night, there was a, another party, the Polygon party that we went into that uh, Troy got us into. And so Troy and Nolan were there. Janina was there. Like all cool stuff. But uh, my favorite thing about it was that there was Smash Brothers set up on the roof. Oh wow! It was a rooftop, another rooftop party, and then smash on a TV because the party was sponsored by TCL. Was it the? Was TV this is the Fig? No, San Diego. Okay. San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's this giant uh, smash setup, and we fucking clown kids. Yeah, out, yeah. We were dominating that dude, rooftop. Were we playing for man. money? You're like, oh that man, is, I'm now, I, how do you use this? Where's the Wiimote? <laughs> like we were tiny. It was the four of us. We were just like throughout this night. If any of us were playing, like one of us needs to win at all times. We never lost. It was awesome. And like Troy and Noel came up, like, what the fuck? Like, you guys are just destroying. Like, yeah, that's what we do. And then like some reps from Nintendo came over and like Danny just destroyed them. Like, it was, fuck you, Bill Trinity. So much, right? so much you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was cool, man. Had a lot of fun with them. Do you think it, I don't want to say reinvigorated it, but did it make it more exciting for you to have them there and feed off their excitement for the first time? It was it was just different. Like you know, I I really feel like we're so used to the understanding of what our job is. Yeah. So there's a lot of like education that I think this trip did a lot for them, so sure. they understand like what I do. Because like, towards the end of it, like my friend Vincent was like, I don't know how you have the energy to like mm. always be talking to people like that. And I'm like, it's not small talk. Like that's the thing is, it's like a lot of it's like. I know these. There's relationships that like this, it's like seeing my friends for the first time in a long time. It's like yeah. a constant high school reunion. You know what I mean? But like most people don't like that. But it's a good thing. 
<laughs> oh no, totally. I mean, that's what yeah, Comic Con is, is right? Yeah, right? three is the different sects of the industry coming together. Yeah, yeah. And I was be, telling them, I was like, if you did this every year, it's like you would meet these people and start to see them every year, and then it turns into a thing where it's like, oh, oh how are you, Curran? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I, I see what you're saying though. Me. Like when you bring people to like something that you're sort of used to. Yeah, yeah like exactly. I love sit, like. It's like showing somebody you know one of your favorite movies or TV shows, and right. you're like, I want to see them yeah, really yeah, love yeah, and react to these moments. Yeah. yeah. So like, I when I brought my my friend uh, Maui to RTX, I guess, think Just like a year up. ago He's or something made like that. that. Person up, no, to cool. I talked to him on the last podcast too. Uh, made him up. Brought too, him into RTX and like for him to be on the show floor and be like, I've never been to one of these. This is fucking crazy. Like for something like as small as RTX is compared to these sure. giant comic cons, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's always just cool to like see them kind of. You know, drink it all in. You know, well, sure. I think it's always the. I mean, you know, I I think I talk about bringing Poe to something, or like, oh, the time I brought my dad to like the one time he was visiting when it intersected with me going down to L.A. to do stuff and be on a show, right? Like, getting to see that part of it is the same way when you know Poe, who's a teacher, right? When I go and hang out in his class or whatever and watch him do it, it's like this is so cool. Yeah, like all these kids are listening to you and taking. This notes is so normal for you, you. exactly. <laughs> and it's totally like, it's my everyday. Why would this matter to me? Yeah. I'm sending Cap some things to assets okay. to continue. Is it all about this stuff still? Assets. Uh, yes. Okay, good. Because well, I have a question. It's Are about the question. Yeah, give I'm me the, put, give me the question. The question. It's in the same vein. This comes from patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can be part of the show. Uh, Sean Pittman, or I'm sorry, Seth Pittman writes in and says, Hey guys, I miss you at RTX. You signed my switch. And finally decided to pull the trigger on a Patreon subscription after listening to your podcast for so long. Anyways, I was wondering how you guys handle all the craziness that comes with RTX slash other conventions. Do you take it all in and go crazy every night like us crazy community members? Or do you go to the convention and then head back to get some rest as you'll be busy running around and speaking for the rest of the weekend? Thanks for an awesome experience at RTX and hope to see you guys again soon. Seth Pittman. It all depends when call time is. <laughs> that like, is a, a big thing yeah. for if most people. If it's 11 p.m. or later... Or 11 a.m. or later, then I'm like, all right, tonight I'm gonna go, I'm gonna kind of go off tonight. But if there are some times where you have to, I have to be awake at eight and it's two thirty in the morning, I'm like, fuck, like this, this was a mistake. Yeah. And you wake up and you feel it, like you. But also the adrenaline kind of gets you going anyway. You yeah. Know? You want you you want to feel good and and the have fun. The amount of PAX panels I've been on where I started hungover, but then the adrenaline or whatever yeah. kicks in of you having to perform and getting through it is different than anything else. Yeah. But yeah, that's part of it. I think for sure. It, what's been interesting is this has been. Everyone always tells me, Greg, you know, be careful, don't burn out. Like, and I've literally heard that since I started my career. So I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking burn out. You know what I mean? But I've definitely found that, especially these last few conventions, are the ones where I'm like, cool, I'm over the party. Like, and I, I'm not saying I don't like partying and I'll never go to another party or something like that, but it's definitely the thing of like, I've had the small talk, scream over the music, talk to the, like, you check in with people, but not mm -hmm. even check in with people so many times that I remember when we were going to like E3 and Dunham would always be like, I'm gonna go get, go get a dinner with somebody. And I was like, ah, oh, you're only gonna see like one person. But it's that trade off of meaningful conversation versus, how are you? What's the best thing you've seen at the show? Yada, 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 right? Whereas, like, that's been, I think, for E3, for sure, RTX, and then Comic-Con. Like, Comic-Con was going to be a surgical strike from the beginning for me of come in, do the Marvel Games thing, and take off. For a second, I entertained staying for the Troy party, is what we were calling it, the TV party that TCI, turned out yeah. to be the fucking Polygon party that none of us knew. Um, real real quick to jump off of that, because yeah, sure, Troy yeah. is the one that got us in yeah. uh, to that one. So Troy told you, he was like, oh, yeah, I'd like get, you can, I'll get Tim and his friends on the list. And um, there's always this moment of when, whenever you walk up to 100%. get into a party, party where you're like, any party, no matter who the fuck you are, are, no matter how long you've been working at a company like IGN and you know whatever the fuck are you on the list 
Yeah. Are you actually on the list? Is the invite you have on your phone actually going to get you in? It's always a disaster. Yeah. And uh, the fandom one actually was totally fine. We were great. The TCL one, I was like, it's Troy. I love him to death. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Did he get us on the list? Did he get just me on the list? What are we, what are we getting into? And we walk up to the person, and she was just like, oh, like, let me look. What's your name? And I was like, oh, Tim Kennedy. She's looking like, the, she checked the thing. She's like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, what about them? And I was like, oh, and I started saying their name. She's like, hmm. Mm, I don't see that on the list. I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm. Like, this is what I don't want to happen. I, I warned them. I told them what was going on. Sure. This other woman goes, whoa, 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 whoa. She, like, looks at them. By the way, my friends, Vincent Wong, Curran Wong, Danny C2. It paints a picture. <laughs> they're just, like, looking at this. like, no, 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 no. They're on the list. She pulls out a piece of paper that actually has people's names on it. And, God, I love it. It was, like, it was our names with gold stars next yeah. to them. Like, they get the gold wristbands. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> and and then it literally man. at the bottom of the, the, the page literally just says, Troy Baker plus parentheses, whoever the fuck he wants. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell Troy yeah, Baker. yeah wow. dude. Fucking Troy Baker. It was Baker. awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so that was the thing of like, it, we I didn't we didn't end up doing because I would have had to change tickets and United wanted like four hundred dollars because I'm not gold yet but I will be soon. Uh, and so I was like ah fuck it. So then even like Thursday night it was funny because you know better than to even ask me if I'm going to anything. You know if I'm gonna go I'm gonna go yep. and if I'm not I'm not. And so when Curran hit me up and was like Curran texted Greg. Are we seeing you tonight, Greg? And I was like yeah we're planning on doing the IGN slash fandom thing because they're like right, right at the same time or whatever. And I was like I'll I'll see you there and I was like probably maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and it was that I, into the question from Seth, right? It is the thing of there's a difference of performing at these things versus going to these things where, and it's not even as I get older, maybe it is, but I don't think it is uh, necessarily. But like RTX this year, I did not party because RTX, I was on 19 a things a events. fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there was a one day where literally it went up to comedy night, which I was like, I'm going to go eat. And then I couldn't make it happen. I was like, I'm not even going to, nobody cares. Everyone understands that I'm fucking killing myself right now. And so that's a show where I was like, no way. And so I thought I was going to try to make uh, Thursday night's parties or whatever, but it was the th same thing of to the credit. My favorite thing now at comic-con in terms of talking to people is this is my third year hosting the Marvel games panel. The night before there's a team dinner rehearsal, right? Where, for like two hours, you eat and drink and hang out, and then you rehearse the panel or whatever, or run through, run a show. And every year, it's me and Bill Roseman sitting there talking and nerding out about comics and games, and it's just such a fantastic thing, let alone to then introduce whatever developers are there. And like for Ryan to be there, right, from Camouflage, again, friend of ours for yeah. forever, right? For the Nintendo people to be there that I kind of knew but didn't know, and then hang mm -hmm. out with them. Corey was there, too. Uh, all those people, like last year was Insomniac, all these amazing people to hang out and talk to. That's what I love about it. But... It is, I think, a cool, we're doing that, which is kind of a party in, in, unto itself, let alone being on. I'm mm -hmm. on and I'm doing this on top of a day of work, which Wednesday was. Then the flight, the party, wake up, wake up early, and it was run off to uh, talent breakfast with the VO actors and do a run through of just the Avengers segment. Then run from there to the Hall H back rooms, the other stuff. Do the panel in Hall H, which was an hour and 40 minutes. It was a long panel, man. And I'm, I'm the one person that's the unifying tissue of the entire thing on it, right? And I'm keeping us on track. And at one point looking down, I'm like, oh, we are 20 minutes over time. I need to fix this. And I fixed it because I'm fucking good at my job. Hell yeah. <laughs> then go from there onto the Hall H. Go see Attack Peter. Leave there. And Jen and I had dinner reservations at like 7.30. And it was now 4 o'clock. And it was the, okay, cool. The breakfast where we were with the voice talent, we were supposed to eat and we did not eat because we were rehearsing and fucking around and talking to Travis and Laura and everybody. Yeah. So fuck, we need to eat now. Went and got fries at a bar, had a few drinks, went back home, got dressed, went out to the dinner, and literally you're sitting there and it's just like, we're not even talking to each other because I'm just 
dead. I've given it all at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, do you even want to go out tonight? And she's like, I would love to go out tonight. I don't have an Emmy to you. And I know you don't. And I'm like, I don't. She's like, let's go home and watch Forensic Files. <laughs> and we went in, I was 15 minutes into some woman getting murdered and I was asleep. I was just done. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it, it's really, it's really different and complicated. I feel like over years, Who things have it? changed a lot. <laughs> Believe it or not, you want to, it was this unassuming white guy that was kind of creepy, and people were like, "We should question him." Wow! But we, yeah, okay. wow. I don't know if you've ever seen Shocker. Have you ever seen Forensic Files? Always oh, that <laughs> ex-boyfriend with a weird crush. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ! Uh, but you know, you host a lot more panels than than I do, and I feel like because you've had up at noon at IGN, and also just because you did the like PR side of Games Press for so long, yeah. that like in my last now six whatever years you want to call being on this side of the the stuff like i've gotten to know a lot of those people more but it's always through you yeah or it's like through emails and stuff so it's like i feel like for me it's like it is the parties that i get to actually spend time 100 with the people that you spend time with all the time and uh, and to the credit of in terms of a career right it was that for me for a long time as well just getting in and being like we shouldn't send emails all the time right like i remember how awesome it was. I have comic, I have photos, obviously, because I have photos of everything. But the first Comic-Con where I, it, I, it was ac- after Ashley had already, Ashley Johnson had already done up at noon, right? And Troy had already done up at noon. And we were like at that po- point in our friendship where it was like a real budding friendship to run into them at the party and hang out with them all night, right? And fuck around. Like the party that was the Superman 75th anniversary, right? And getting to meet a whole bunch of DC people and talk to Grant Morrison about when he was getting ready to take on. Like, there's those awesome moments of it, but now I have so many different avenues to get those moments that I don't feel the same fire need to go do it. And since it is part of the job, I'm already on the job and I don't want to do it. The bit, the bigger thing about all of this is if you give me something to do, like I need to be at pan- party, whatever panel yeah. X, I will be there and I will Absolutely. deliver and it'll be part of it. It's when if it's and it's like, well, I'm already exhausted and I know tomorrow I do want to like I wanted to go to Now or Never Comics, which I tweeted all about Instagram about it. Amazing comic shop. Everybody check it out. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like if there's something I, well, I need to do that. So I'm not going to do this. I like I was running you through what's starting to be a very complicated packs where yeah. originally it was going to be our two panels. Great. We're doing two kind of funny panels. Maybe I'll crash the what's good meet and greet or if they're even doing it or if her and Joey are doing the Harry Potter pub crawl, then I'm t- me and Andrew are going to come in with Jen and be a Pokemon pub crawl and fight with them. Who knows what, how much that shit's actually happening. Happening. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it, it's crazy because back when I was at IGN on the video side, like we would do Comic Con, and goddamn, we do Comic Con hard. Like it would be in the Hard Rock Hotel room, and it would just be insane. Yeah. Oh. Call time would be six thirty yeah. sometimes, yeah. and it would be six thirty two, like for the the, the people the behind the scenes video guys till six thirty seven. Yeah, um, you're working like, twelve straight hours, working like straight, and then breaking things down, like getting things uploaded. Like it was fucking hell. And then the party would be after that, and, and I loved that. I, I always thought that was such a great move for us uh-huh. because it was our party. It was oh, yeah. IGN's party, right? And so it was that you fucking killed it all day long with everybody. And then it was like, let's go blow let's off steam. Let's fucking go crazy. Yeah. And so that was always great because it was the reward for the hard work mm, you yeah. did. But then you had to work the next morning at another 630. Yeah. That was always that was really rough hard. One. That was always rough. But you would fucking do it, right? And that was usually one day that weekend. And that was it. Our lives have changed Oof. now. Yeah. Well, we don't do that anymore. But now it's like, I feel like, and this was a different trip for me because I just went for fun, uh, which had its own set of issues. But like, normally for us, it's like, we'll do panels, we'll work all day, meet and greets, whatever it is, and then party. And it's just like, it kind of just keeps going. That There's a lot of energy there. But nothing was like this weekend for me, where it's my friend's 30th birthday, which what does that mean? Every fucking chance anyone gets is shots. shots? We getting shots? We getting shots? I'm like, guys, we don't need to pace yourselves. Like, we have an open bar at the end of this night at a party. Like, <laughs> let's just chill. But of course, that 
does not. No. That, that gets answered with, here's a shot. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but and then it was us walking around a hot-ass San Diego, going to the con, doing all this stuff, drinking constantly. For the record, it wasn't that hot this year. It was not that hot this year, okay. which was really nice. Yeah. Still, still you too hot. Or no, you look pretty good. Yeah, I feel okay. okay. I feel okay. Um, but it was just constant drinking throughout the day. Sirens but it did arms. result in arms. what I wish we could do during work. Midday naps. Oh, my God. Every day. We'd go back to the Airbnb, knock the fuck out. And it that, was great. And that is the thing. We, I mean, if you remember, and I've done it many times, and I usually tweet about it when I do, but when Felicia Day was on GOG, she introduced disco naps to us, where it would be if you could finish your work, go home and get a nap, and then go out, you're great. And I, when it works, it's perfect. And when yeah. I, it's like Thursday after the Hall H panel where I look at the clock and I'm like, I haven't eaten anything and there's no way I'm going to be able to do this to that. That sucks. Or RTX this year where it was. When I came back in between the, when you guys were doing comedy and I just wrapped up, signs are still on our end. Uh, I was like, this is the perfect, I laid in the bed and I was like, this is the perfect spot for a nap. But I also have not eaten since. 10.30 in the morning or whatever it was. That was yeah. the same thing for uh, the day of the comedy show at RTX for me, where we did the we did the kind of funny panel, and then I think we went and did something else, and then there was your panel with... Uh, Michael. Mike. Yeah. And I wanted to go so bad, and it was one of those things where I looked at the calendar, I was like, well, I should go to the comedy night. There's also the party after the comedy night. Yeah. I need to go back to the hotel and nap for two hours. And see, that's for me personally where I was like, ah, I did this wrong. Where mm. when I was at the industry party, yeah. I was like, I'm going to give this party a I, fair I, shake. Exactly. Because I've done it every year at our yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and I walked in and I was like, this was such a mistake. Because mm. it is literally the same party every year. And it's a great party. Yeah. But it is the same party of it's a million fucking degrees. There's nowhere to go. I can't. Yeah. This year, even more than usual, I couldn't fucking hear anybody. And know, sure, yeah, it was like great. You, it you, was you, great to see Steve Zaragoza. And it was great to talk to uh, Phil DeFranco and see yeah. uh, Jessica Negri for like two seconds. But yeah. it's like the same thing. And of, even we were talking at the end of the night with uh, it was you, me, and oh, Alyssa. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you introduced us to someone. I forget who at this point. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're talking Bernie about. Bernie Burns, like, you asshole. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like how like long the day was, and yeah. like how like we're at the point of like, yeah, and now we're talking over very loud music, and so, and that was yeah. the other thing for that party in particular yeah. is that I've been to that party so much now mm -hmm. that I do remember we're talking about industry party RTX, how it's great, but obviously you know it's I, I walked in I was like this is the same party I come to every year and it's I'm dying I should have done something different, but I also remember like my favorite memories from the industry party were like year like five years ago talking to Jeff hanging out with Millie like that's the kind of party mm. it, it was where you had more of a not connection but like it was smaller because RTX was smaller and there was these different aspects to it and things to it where it's just like yeah this I should have I should have used this time to book a dinner rather yeah. than go to dinner and have to miss comedy back then there's like more opportunities for like kind of downtime and stuff a different kind of downtime yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, something really cool that happened at comic-con Kev can you go to instagram.com slash Stan Lee's Twitter. I think he's real the, the real Stan Lee. Oh, okay. The the, the real Stan Lee. Stanley. Yeah. So uh, Andrew McLean, the guy that I talked about, the the Star Lord Disney World guy that like hooked me and James up when we went to Disney World. Super awesome guy. He always comes to Comic Con. That's where you met him last year. Blah blah blah. I was like, I gotta see him at some point. Yeah. He was doing a Captain America cosplay this year. We got to see him, hang out with him. Great. Stan Lee, well his account. Yeah. Posted him. 
That's like, awesome. How awesome is and that? And I liked how you screen capped it and sent it to me because you saw I liked it. I saw Greg I totally Miller liked, liked it. it. And, and I'm attention. like, do you know that this is Andrew? Like, this is the dude? He's like, <laughs> that's no. So and that's the whole thing. Everybody's always like, how could secret identities work? That's how. That is I how. I know Andrew, but I never looked at that man and said, that's Andrew. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sent me a DM. He was like, dude, you come to Comic-Con? Like, my Captain America needs a Star-Lord. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so freaking rad, though. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was awesome. cool hanging out with him and like seeing this post on Instagram just organically. And also total tangent, total tangent from Andrew McLean. Uh, his brother has a very, very, very cute baby golden retriever so that they created cute. an account for. Uh-huh. And this is the dog profile that's doing it right. We, we had, like, <laughs> I, Bring it up. I've, I mean, what I've, is it? Um, uh, Denver underscore McLean. The problem with a lot of dog accounts, they pop up, they post for the first two days, and then they, they stop. I, I don't think he's tagged in there, actually. Yeah, I was just trying to find yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Denver underscore and then MC, or the the letter M and then clean. Um, the problem with a lot of dog accounts, they there pop up and they post for the first like dog week dies. or two weeks, <laughs> oh dog dies. Oh, look at this This is guy. Denver McLean. And McLean. Th- McLean. And they are totally... I, I, I guess this is like uh, Andrew's brother, I think. And they are so consistent with the posts, and they are perfect. That dog can't drive! And they're constantly... <laughs> They're constantly posting stories. They're doing it's so it right, fluffy. man. Look at this little guy. Look at he's oh so adorable, dude. It's the perfect sort of like this is this is the formula. This is the uh, the blueprint for how to have a, a dog account on Instagram. Wow. So go That's follow Denver. Lot, I fucking love it. Go follow Denver. I, I, like the funny thing is like I saw Andrew tweet about it or uh, on Instagram, but like, oh my brother got a dog. Go follow and he, like without question, just like yep, I'm following oh, that shit. <laughs> Let's fucking go. That is great. So now I want to segue into into an um, interesting. Greg we call way. them Gregways. Gregway into a interesting even though hold on, I'm, I'm gonna keep cutting you off. I Go for it. It. Also, I want you know, people are always like, oh, you, you podcast this thing other. I, I don't know about you guys. It's rare that I watch the podcast. You know what I mean? Mm. But the other day, Jen wanted to watch the Tick story, and I was like, sure. And I jumped to it, and I was like. Oh man, I, I seem more aggressive when I cut people off. I don't mean to be aggressive when I cut people off, as you know. Oh, I love yeah. you very much. I know it's just my style. I, I'm sure yeah, listeners are used vibe. to it. Like, I don't know. We know it's we fine. Know. It's fine. It's not like Nick. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're fucking asshole. <laughs> Him and Fran. If they did a show, they just say. Wow. I we got to make that happen. Honestly, I want to care if I guess that it's just Nick and Fran, and I don't want to be here. I don't want to ever listen to it. I don't want to listen to it either. But I want it to exist. I want to give a shout out on the subreddit. Somebody was like. Like, we need to talk about Fran using Gregway because yeah. he's been saying it or whatever. And they, it was like, we need to talk about Fran doing Gregway. And then it was dot, dot, dot. It needs to be called the transition. And and wow. Like, yeah. Holy God. shit. Transition. Well, with a transition. That's, great. that's well, really so great. great. So, uh, Kev, can you bring up the Twitter? Uh, yeah. Here. <laughs> bring, it's like a grandma. Bring up the Twitter. <laughs> uh, so, this is this is my friend Jenna. I've known her for a couple years now. She came to Kind of Funny Live. Two, Woo. I want to say. Good friends with Joey. Doesn't whatever. follow Kevin. Harsh. Awkward. Damn. Anyway, sorry. She's about great. That, Super cool. Uh, she's she's friends with my friend Mal, who I did a one on one game or Greg show with a long time, longest time ago. But anyways, that the this whole like colored hair squad, like they essentially just look like real life markers. Markers <laughs> <laughs> at all times. They all go to constantly change their hair. Like, yeah. They go like Disneyland. It's a whole fucking thing. Hey Kevin, it's, real it's quick, a, I just want to point out she does follow me. She does wow. follow me. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. So here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> she, uh, my friend Mal, posted a tweet to her that was just like, hey, like, here you are. And it's a picture of her, um, uh, don't show this yet, picture of her like just uh, as a TikTok ad. 
right? Okay. And I'm like, that's fucking really random and weird. And then I was like, I don't know if they're fucking around if it's actually her. But then I realized that Comic-Con was sponsored by TikTok. So there were TikTok ads fucking everywhere. So then now all the way to the left, Kev. I didn't notice one. You must have. I didn't. These? You. No. Was that, oh, I didn't, was that just on the riding carriage thing? It was on all of them. It I was on buses. It was on buildings. It was literally everywhere, these freaking ads. And it was just a bunch of different people. And there she is. With like I don't know why they chose this picture yeah. of all of them. But we kept seeing it. So I said to her this. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I like looking at her Twitter, I was like, oh, it's actually you. Like, I was like, there's a chance it just kind of looks like her oh, hair. Okay. It's actually you. So me and my friends kept starting counting like how many times we saw her because it just kept out. Oh, there's your friend again. There's your friend again. There's your friend again. And then my friend goes, dude, look in the sky. <laughs> Go to the next one. <laughs> what? That's that attached chose... to a plane. <laughs> it's funny that they chose that picture. And I'm just like. <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> what is the, in the ads just use TikTok, just obviously? Use TikTok. Yeah. Huh. But it's just the, <laughs> the absolute funniest thing to like look up in the sky and it's just <laughs> there she is there's her face <laughs> on a plane what are what do you even call these things banner yeah a, like a plane banner yeah oh uh, no I, I thought that was that was pretty funny <laughs> that's so fucking weird <laughs> that's so fucking weird and I tried getting more info so I, I told Joey I was like hit her up like what the hell like why and there's no real answer I would have loved if she was like I've she never TikTok, used TikTok superstar <laughs> <laughs> I'm a TikTok superstar I've never used it <laughs> is she good on TikTok I, I don't think she has one no that can't she has to have a TikTok. There's no way they really I, saw I this I doubt photo, she has a TikTok. And they're like, she doesn't have, like, we don't know if she has a TikTok account or not, but this is the photo we want to commit to. Joey, confirm if she has a TikTok or not. And don't bring the other one up yet, Kev. Okay? No. Um, what are you doing? You don't worry. Are, don't worry. Don't draw attention to it. Something's gone wrong. I need to fix it. Okay. Okay. Jesus, everybody. So anyways, now I'm going to segue to a different story real quick. This one involves a strip club. So oh. one of the nights it's after the fandom party and oh. it's like, what are we going to do? And you know, it's that bad. It was midnight at this point, right? Sorry. I was, sorry. Just to confirm. Uh, hey, Kevin, she follows Andy too. Is that what you, uh, <laughs> wow. She does, dude. That's Sucks, so fucked Kevin. up. Kevin. Barrett, <laughs> check your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it, guys. I don't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it's, it's midnight. We're leaving oh, this party. Joey in the chat says she works for the ad agency that owns the TikTok contract. She was doing spec work, but does she have a TikTok? Joey, tell her, well, Kevin, tell Joey to tell her to use us in the ads. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Just use like it for, uh, only so far, me, Andy, and Tim in the ads. Yeah, uh, you know, what I mean? you just play to our favorites here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing. I was really confused by you asking me to bust out my phone because you asked me to bust out my phone, and it's a text message from Farid. Oh, that's like, oh, the Spurs just hired Tim Duncan as an assistant coach, <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, do you want me to know about this? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news! Yeah. Breaking news, Andy. Get on it as fast as possible. So okay, so it's like Strip midnight, club. and it's one of those things where it's like, what night? Thursday. It was after the fandom party. Nice. And it was like, we should probably, like, let's go home. It's like, and then, you know, one of us, oh, or, or God. we could go to a strip club. This is See, I feel flashbacks like this is, to Boston, dude. to PAX when I was, like, working with RT and I was hanging out with you guys. And we went to <laughs> the smallest, saddest the strip worst. club. About the size sad. of this room. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> With no one pole. There was no one pole and zero strippers. It was ridiculous. Uh, very opposite experience here. This was. 
something special. And like, I, I'm not a strip club guy. Like, it's not like something where I'm like, I'm gonna fucking, I would love to do that. Yeah, it was my second strip club, by the way. <laughs> that's why I think I do think this is my total fourth or fifth, right? But we're the group. You did go to a sex club, though. Just, we did, we did. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it was like, I, I don't need to get into the details of all of it. There's a couple highlights, though, that I do want to address. One of them was mentioned on Kind of Funny Games Daily. I'm today. sorry, I didn't mean to nail it. No, you, Greg called this. Like I said, Tim I had a story about- Tim gave me two clues, and I was like, uh, it's, a, it's a butt plug with a diamond on the end of it. <laughs> and he's like, how did you know this? <laughs> Hey, wait, like, strippers, you understand what they are. Cool, you know what a strip club is. Wait, wait, they, wait for Sad Boy please explain what a stripper is. Yeah, I don't, uh, what, what is this? Barrett's like, they voluntarily do this? Dude, I mean, it was, the whole thing was an in, uh, insane experience. Like, I, we were treated in a way that I've never been, been treated at a, a strip club before. Where uh, it's did like, you just say that going, uh, the strippers aren't respecting themselves? Yeah, what's up with that? Girl? Are you saying that oh, being a stripper is in female <laughs> body? Okay. Uh, you want to play this game? Climbing in the ring, motherfucker! <laughs> so, you, reckless, so reckless, so reckless. So, you like so women. at some point, at some point, birthday boy gets like brought on stage. Oh wow! And just surrounded by all of the strippers in the club, and it was just like insane. And he's like looking at us like, guys, what did you do? like? How much did you spend for this? Nothing. My next the question. DJ was just like, shout out to the birthday boy. How far off the gas lamp is this? Not too far. Yeah? Not too far at all. Okay. It was called Deja Vu. Wait, that was, what, that was an important thing lamp? here. That's and where it, the section of San Diego were common. Uh, okay. It's like and district. An, an like important sunset. note about this strip club was called Deja Vu. All right. So we go to this place. Like He gets this like ridiculous stage show of himself. And like the only time in a strip club ever where the DJ goes, all right, everyone, it's picture time. And we're nice. like, what the fuck is that? Take a picture of him up there. It's like, what the fuck? So we have a picture of him just surrounded by asses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is insane. But anyways. Show me the phone. Going on. Um, so going forward, there's uh, this one stripper. You, you could see the Patreon. You could see the photo on <laughs> Patreon.com. Uh, she, was, she was dancing to the song uh, Freak-A-Leak. Fantastic. <laughs> But so uh, this one girl's dancing and uh so the and uh, here's the other thing. Fully nude strip club, which like is a rarity, I would say. Like normally it's like topless maybe or whatever. They would get fully nude. No hard alcohol, and right? yeah, there's no alcohol though, which we did not need anymore. And uh this girl starts twerking. As you do. As you do. As one new strip club. But then all of a sudden it's like like she was really, really good at this twerking situation, but she was making that ass clap mm -hmm. in, a, in a way that you would. That was actually a clapping noise. I was very applause, impressed by that. But then it's like, like just like glares started just hitting me, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like what's happening in there? And I look over at my friend. I'm like, is that, is that what I think it is? And he goes, yeah, I think it, I think it's a butt plug. And we're like trying to figure out, and then like it be, starts becoming more and more clear. It's this diamond butt plug that's just yeah. in there, and it was just like, what a reveal. <laughs> Like, this was the your breathtaking moment of San Diego the Comic Con. Run, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was just like, I, I, I was like, I think it's a diamond in the rough. I was really proud of that one. Wow. That's really, really good. That's that good. Diamond the, in the buff. My, my favorite thing no. about that, yeah, though. Yeah, that works too. Buff works. Was that uh, the DJ at some point walks up to my friend and was like, what do you see? And he just goes, a diamond. <laughs> and it would just sound like he was just hypnotized by this goddamn diamond. And it was just the most like, what is happening right now? Like, we need to leave. What? Like, this is too much. Now, I don't know why I immediately pictured the, the guy that Jafar first takes to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> to the cable. That's wonders. the DJ. <laughs> no, no. Uh, whoever said that's a the diamond. diamond in the round. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem that's... here is that they missed an opportunity. I've already been through the social media here for Deja Vu yeah. Showgirls. They were advertising comic-y stuff. What they should have done, of course. Is for this segment talked about 
uniting the Infinity Stones uh-huh. and had six different oh, girls out there. Wow. Each with the right color yeah, stone. they were not as down with the comic stuff. Like you'd expect it to be themed. It wasn't. Okay. It, okay. it wasn't. But that, that would have been great. Yeah. That I'm just been, saying if I open up a nerd strip yeah. club, that's what I'm I mean, it was the that's mind really stone cool. in there for sure. <laughs> uh, but like, that, like, so that was definitely a surprise. But it was definitely one of my highlights just because I just did not expect that at all. What I also didn't expect was for the DJ to then pimp her Patreon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I was like, what, what the fuck are we doing in 2019? What's like, the DJ's Patreon? I, I, I'm not going to like go there. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's just like, I you just love that we're, we're in a world <laughs> where it's just like, hell yeah, man. Patreon, making magic happen. Fuck yeah. As you, like, you want some more of this? Patreon.com <laughs> slash whatever. That's tight. Uh, so I, that shit was I cool. I find it interesting. There's a, there was, in my time, I can't speak to it anymore, in Columbia, Missouri, the strip club was called Deja Vu. I wonder how yeah. many. I wonder how many deja vu. Oh, tons. Yeah, I bet there's. Why tons. is that? Like the. A I don't know. It name. sounds but, sexy. But that was the thing. So then of French. course, of course, yeah. the whole weekend then turned into like. Diamond. Like, like what are we gonna do? It's just like, oh, like I'm feeling a little deja vu right now. Like whatever, just dumb, stupid <laughs> ass funny. jokes, That's right? Funny. But then it was one of like the final days. I don't remember. I lost track of the days. We had eaten as much as we possibly could have. Like we already did all the hot spots. You gotta eat here. You gotta eat here. You gotta eat here. Did you get a good burrito. And oh my god, we had so much good food. But it was just like. I wish that I could eat more, but none of us could. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, I wish we were hungry because we would have totally hit up this like place. But we was just like, we don't want to drink anymore. We don't want to eat anymore. It's hot. We don't want to go back to the conventions. Like, what should we do? And like, we're just standing there in the shade, and we look up in the sky. And Kev, can you bring up the next one? Mm-hmm. No way, Iron Man. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be a TikTok ad again. It was another one of these God, things. What? <laughs> For what? deja vu, <laughs> plain marketing firm is following. Yeah. And Vince literally goes, "It's a sign." <laughs> I would have been like, "We gotta go." Right, we ended up not going. God is this, sending this us somewhere. This was good enough of a moment where we're like, "Are we living a movie right now?" Your phones are like, listening to you. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is targeted this advertising. Is <laughs> oh fuck! I'm like, talk about deja vu. Watch the play. There's like a guy who throws the propeller down and like, out they go. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that was it. That's good. And now, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> this episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy and getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. And offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Uh, you've heard the story from me many a time. Moved out here, got into a lot of debt, had to pay it off, took a loan, terrible interest rate. They didn't. I didn't have any credit built up. These people don't need that. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you and understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. And the best part? Once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their weddings, and make large purchases. You should too. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash kindoffunny to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash kindoffunny. 
Up next, why it's movement. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you see me wearing sunglasses, they're movement sunglasses, but movement is so much more than that. It's glass, it's sunglasses, it's watches, it's everything you know, because you shouldn't have to choose between overpriced designer sunglasses and cheap shades that won't last you the summer. That's why we will never wear anything other than movement sunglasses. You've heard us talk about movement disrupting the watch industry, and guess what? They're doing it again with sunglasses. Uh, right now, you can go and pick these beautiful sunglasses up. Pick your style. I went through, I had been wearing movement sunglasses that were bigger. For this latest one, I've gone smaller. And let me tell you, I'm happy with the results. Uh, of course, you can pick a style and design that you personally like, that you personally would wear. Uh, you go onto the website, you see all sorts of stuff there. These are constructed with durable acetate acetate and lightweight materials for that perfect reliable fit you don't have to choose between style and function you get both is that a good material kevin okay and thank you and with their free shipping and returns policy you can try out as many styles as you want right from home movement sunglasses start at just 60 dollars, and no pair is priced over 95 dollars. so you're guaranteed to find a style and fit you love with quality that doesn't break the bank They've sold over 2.5 million products across more than 160 countries, and their collections are always expanding. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash kinda. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to mvmt.com slash kinda. Join the movement. Sounds like a fun time. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Barrett, your weekend was different. Yeah, it was. It was very lonely and sad, and I saw no one. Except Yusuf. Perfect. I had a, Perfect. I had a nice little date with uh, Yusuf where we saw Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, you were going to hit me up to... Uh, we're, we were going to do an Ultimate Alliance 3 date. I, I tweeted. I never saw a response. Well, I, except I, the old I man. The old man gif. Yeah, right. yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. Well, now we're doing it this week. We're going to the bar. Yeah. Which we're, bar do you want to go to? I'm down for anything. Okay. We want to do Ocean Ale House, maybe? Sure, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. So... So um, far from your homes. So I was... But to prepare for us eventually sitting down and playing together, sure. I did want to like try to get my uh, levels up for everything because I'm at like level ten sure. from baby numbers. Right. Well, now. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of people. We don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. So I sat down yesterday, ordered a good old subway sandwich. Nice. And I was eating lunch, and I wanted to play video games. So I was like, I don't like doing that at the same time. Sticky fingers, all that good stuff. So I decided to put something on to watch. <laughs> What? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. People are always like, what, what's good gaming food? I'm like, no it's like, food. Not, nothing. You nothing. You're going to fuck up your controllers. You're going to fuck up your Switch. Unless Don't you got it. cereal like a horse. Yeah. Or hot Cheetos like a horse. No. <laughs> or you do the popcorn, you do the tongue thing. And then Nick always gets mad at me for doing Yeah, Jen tried to play mad at me about that the other day at the theater, and then she started doing it when I wasn't looking. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 Can't, don't fool a fooler. <laughs> so kind of on a whim, I've seen a bunch of friends of mine tweet out about this show. Mm-hmm. I decided to put on My Hero Academia. The the I would say on uh, from all the weird anime bullshit people want me to watch mm-hmm. top of the list yeah to the point that somebody gave me the manga of it the other oh, wow. uh, a long time ago okay and I was very much like thanks and now it's somewhere so in the room. Who so knows? it has been recommended to you many you are, times w- you are aware of but the here's show. the thing okay don't believe anybody you know what I mean okay. can't trust anybody that's what yeah, I said. okay don't do it yeah. so yesterday I sit down I'm like okay I'm gonna watch two episodes while I eat and then play some video games I then decided to sit down for the entire first season in one sitting. And How the, long is that? Uh, it's 10 episodes. Each episode is like 20 minutes. It's gotcha. so perfectly paced. Season one. Mm. That's all I'll say. Yeah. So, and the entire time I'm thinking, like I'm falling in love with this show As every one does. episode. As one does. And the entire time I'm thinking, this is a Greg Miller-ass show. So this is my pitch 
on why I think My Hero Academia is the most Greg Miller-ass show that you have not watched yet. Okay. So the first thing I got to build up here really quickly is that it's a pretty normal world, but eventually out of nowhere... Uh, under no explanation, babies start being born with powers. Huh. They don't know like why or how or it's happening. At least I haven't gotten to a is point. Is a similar situation to me and your grandmother? I was gonna say, I know, dude. Thing. I was working God. on it. There was something. God. I'm just like, I, I just don't know where. <laughs> Go to Patreon.com/slash kind of funny for the, the pre-show. Doesn't make that. sense to you. Um, and so, and the show <laughs> takes place during a time where 80 percent of the population has powers. So it's more rare for you to not have powers oh, okay, than cool, it is. Cool, cool. And so that's kind of like the, the world building and like the biggest like kind of career path that everybody wants, every kid wants is to be a hero. And you get like contract, like because everybody has powers, like their society is changed around that. And it's a really cool, uh, really cool world building there. Yeah. Market yourself is like really fucking cool. Yeah. So the premise that I'm going to give to you, this is like, I've been thinking about this for the last day of how to pitch this to you. The show is basically if stick with me here, I'm, st- I'm sticking stick stickly. If Superman decided to become a teacher at Xavier's school for gifted youngsters, Not, okay. and his favorite student slash protege is a kid who wasn't born with powers. Interesting. Okay. And so... Batman. There you go. Gotcha. Uh, and so the reason why it really stuck with me, like I, I like many people, um, became disillusioned probably unfairly by Superman. And uh, the reason this stuck with me of this version of uh superman named all might is very interesting because they build him up so well that he gives off the same feeling as superman does when he enters a room of like the day is already saved we've got gotcha but the little things that they do to add to his character and build what he has to go through you could think that and then five minutes later be genuinely concerned about his safety uh and then he's not even the main character he's like the main supporting character uh, the main character is the protege, the kid without powers. And the reason why I think this is really up your alley, even with all of that, is this kid who wants so badly to become a superhero but doesn't have any powers. Sounds like me. Um, and the reason he's <laughs> chosen by their Superman. You're a superhero to me, Greg. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Andy. The reason he's chosen by this superhero to, like, be trained and whatnot is because he sees that this kid is trying his hardest to learn about what it takes to be a superhero his determination at the and at the end of the day he always tries to do what is right and to save people even at the expense of his own safety so that is why i think sounds good that's why i think i i would say What's that is it my on? pitch for it's on hulu so i don't I know got if you, I got you got the hulu that is my pitch for you to try the first three episodes is it dubbed you can do dubbed and subbed, and dubbed is really good. Okay. So, really? How much I power didn't know it was friendship on bullshit is there? What? How much power of friendship bullshit? Yeah, great question. Like anime ass, Kingdom Not, Hearts ass. There's a lot. There's a little Yu-Gi-Oh bit, ass. but like, there's a, how many giant sweat drops are there? My, my, problem with, my problem with my heroes, I like, I, season one, I was like, holy fuck, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Season two came along, and I, I still enjoyed it, but it. A 10-episode run of season one then became a 24-episode thing of season two right. with the, the typical sort of anime like filler, filler. stuff that happened mm-hmm. and it happened we're just, gonna do the school festival and, and so i complained about it and then the reply i always get was like yeah but that's shown in anime yeah but like it doesn't have to be that way like that's mm. kind of my interesting it's still good though yeah. it's still good because that I, was the thing like i was tweeting out like if you want to go to twitter.com slash bear and see my entire good pin. Good pin. reaction thread of me uh watching the first season you think that's kevin figgy the Biden. entire time Biden. people were tweeting at me 
oh, just wait until season two. Like season two, like it's gonna blow your mind out of the water and stuff like that. I so, was one of the few who like was not who's kind of mad on it. Yeah, I was. I still enjoyed it though. Again, I still enjoyed it, but I feel like season one just uh, it set everything up so perfectly for yeah. me, and I never felt those stakes mm. ever again. Gotcha. But uh, God, I can't wait for season four. Like I, I once I finish season three, I, mean, I was all like, I'm thinking I'm about so right now in. is getting getting my work done, getting the fuck out of here, and continuing season two. Yeah, because this is my pitch to you. Mm-hmm. There is some hype as shit at the beginning of season two. Yeah, that is all Tim Gettys. There's like Love a, it. there's like a whole comp like school competition of them like, um, like fighting each other. It basically turns into Pokemon and Stadium still, battles. And, shit like and the music's fucking. I dope. feel like that is is peak anime is when they get to the part of the show where they're like fuck it these characters that you like now they're gonna fight it's gonna be a tournament gym battles and pokemon league stuff ruby Ruby season season two three three yeah yeah which but like that's peak ruby like because it was like yeah we're gonna cut all the bullshit this is gonna be hype as fuck and and, but it's cool it doesn't it didn't feel forced to me at least when i started it it feels like it the way they explain it and why isn't it's important for their like future as students and their career paths and stuff. It's like, oh, this kind of makes sense in this weird world that they already exist in. But anyway, that is my pitch to you to try the first three episodes. If you don't feel like it's for you, that's totally fine. Sure. But the entire time I was thinking, this is a Greg Miller-ass show. And I do think you would do a great disservice if you're, uh, uh, for yourself if you didn't try it out. I appreciate that. Yeah. Boom. Thank you. I will try it. My hero, Barrett. My hero, Barrett. Aw. Macadamia Macadamia Nut Macadamia Nut Barrett (laughs) Great cookie We gotta pick a night To go play Ultimate Alliance And drink it Yeah 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 Just let me know Love it Um, I was thinking I was thinking the other day Of like You know how (laughs) 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 You know how commercials When the internet Was kind of at its heyday When it's dot com Kind of yeah So The monkeys They had a lot of monkeys For a long time So like When internet video Started becoming a thing E-bombs world. And it was like yeah. a lot of cat videos. Yeah. And then commercials started realizing that, and commercials would make references. Here's a dog on like, a skateboard. Yeah, Sprint Sprint would recommend, like, would say, like, well, so you can get back to your cat watching habits sure, or whatever yeah, the course, fuck. Of course, of course. Like, what, because I think that was, like, very, very, um, it, it was of that time. What would, if, if the internet were, like, kind of in its heyday right now mm-hmm. and just getting started... What would those commercials be about right now? Deep fakes. Deep fakes? Oh yeah. Because I, I, I was thinking of like, what's. I had a dream about a deep fake last night. Because I was thinking what's about me. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's not interesting at all. It's like, you know how you like a snippet of a dream? Yeah, but like, what was, like, was the snippet? Oh, some porn. Oh, okay. right. And it was like, but it wasn't porn like deepfake. I was watching That's the porn. The it was like, it was like news. Of like, they deep faked whoever the fuck it was. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that on there. Yeah, I know that. But this time it was like major news. Yeah, because wow. I was thinking like you know, because memes. I feel like nowadays memes just mm, the they come and go. They're they're a weekend and then we're, they're forgotten about. No, so like nothing I, has lasting power dude, anymore. Speaking of memes, classic memes stick around. The none of my business Kermit meme. The cat with the newspaper. They all they're around. Yeah, I just don't know, man. This is different. Like Gia's mom was asking me about memes. Great. Which, awesome. Yeah, exactly. And it was uh, a couple months ago, and She'd it was Gia's mom introducing me to her new boyfriend and like her boyfriend's son, and like it was me and Gia and like a whole family affair. Gia's sister and shit. And uh, somehow memes came up, like they're dank memes. They they brought up Old Town Road. <laughs> sure they did. And I they're yeah, like, how is right this? Now. How is this so like? Explosive, and I'm like, it's hard to explain. I tried, and then I showed them the video of the kids losing their mind in the elementary school, which is my favorite video of the year so far. 
and he's made a lot of the, videos too. Yeah, none none that will ever. Rival I wore that. a bunch of I wore a bunch of jackets. Kevin. That was good. That was real good. Um, Mike Diva is directing uh, Lil Nas X's next video, which is insane. Mm. Um, but anyways, I'm trying to explain Old Town Road and its success, and I was like, it's, I mean, it's like it's a meme. Like it's it's kind of like more than itself. And they're like, what is a meme? And I'm like, uh, and that's like the hardest thing to explain. It is, yeah, because it's like it's not just. Oh, it's just a funny image that can, like, you can just put a bunch of different things on to mean different stuff. It used to be impact font on the top and bottom. Of a black motivational poster. Yeah. It's like, that's a meme. But now it's like. It's a joke format, right? But it doesn't need to be a joke. It's just, yeah. Like, it's a viral way of communicating. It's a language. Sure. More than anything. It's an evolution of an emoji. Kind I'm trying of, to think of how yes, I describe this to a layperson. You're, you're hitting a lot of points that I eventually got to where it's like, it is a language where it's trying to relate to relate something to others using general imagery and words that like will just make you think or you, feel. If you get or, the meme, you know the meme. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it happens so many times where I'm watching somebody stream and somebody will say something silly in chat and I won't know what the fuck they're saying. And then the person will read the comment and be like, "Ah, uh, you're memeing or whatever." It's like, "Oh, what meme is don't that?" You be I don't, let, let me fucking copy paste that. Oh, okay, it's a reference to bot. Like, it's so crazy, dude. I, it's, like, it's just weird, and it, <laughs> it blew my mind because I was like, I've never had this much trouble defining something. Yeah, because there's just too many layers. I feel to you. it. I feel it. I was talking to Cool Greg about about uh, cool about Lil Nas X, but not necessarily just Lil Nas X. Just how. The one hit wonder can survive so much more nowadays mm-hmm. with social mm-hmm. media and with their connection to fans. Because he's a great Twitter follow. He's super funny. He's uh, witty as fuck. Whenever there's a, a a funny image, he'll have something funny to say. And you know, obviously, a lot of his fan base, you know, is super stoked about anything that he has to say. But I feel like, you know, if if Mambo Number no. Five came out today, yeah. like. And Lou Bega were on the internet. Like, would that? Sh- yeah, maybe he is on the internet. I don't know. He is on the internet. We but I, I just think abroad. about. I just think Lives about abroad. one hit wonders back in the nineties that like they are you came saying and they, they went. More staying power now. Or? I think. I think. Yeah, because you have this social media presence, mm. and you I can disagree. continue that shit. Oh, I disagree. Dude, well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I totally agree because it's like sure back then it was like there was only a handful of them. Every year, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I had the only way to become that is radio play, MTV yep. play, whatever. Yep. Now it's like kind of there's just a lot more fish in the sea. But the thing is, it's like the way that like I'm so interested in Spotify and like streaming platforms and like how they're changing music. And like you know, a lot of people would argue it's not for the better; it's for the worse of the music where people are uh, creating and they're making less money. To, to but they're creating things around making money. Like they're creating like you look at all the like lo-fi hip hop music to study to things. It's like so many people are just shitting things out just because it's going to be listened to on repeat and people are going to make money but if you're noticing songs are getting shorter and shorter and shorter mm-hmm. and so we're getting to a point where it's like for your song to be a hit on Spotify the you want it to be like essentially chorus verse chorus and be over because you want the repeat listens and like that's how it like gets you up in the algorithm and then whatever so that's why like Lil Nas Sex with Old Town Road he just put out the remix right with Billy Ray Cyrus then he put out another remix with like a bunch of other the Yodeling Kid right? was on it and it's like he can just, it's not a one hit wonder anymore. He can literally just put out, put add someone else to this song, put the same fucking song out forever. <laughs> and it's, people could keep listening to this shit, mm. you know? So it's like all of a sudden, Old Town Road's gonna be etched in people's brains. It already for, is the, forever. the longest standing song at number one in the history of music. Really? I think it just, yeah, I think it just surpassed 16 weeks at number one or something like that. Yeah, look it up. Okay, I'm not joking about this. They're, they're like, we have two more weeks until this song becomes. 
the the number one whatever, and I think it just passed that. I'm pretty sure. Huh. It's just a weird thing where it's like, so back in the day, it was all controlled from the big the big guys, so that meant only a certain amount of people could listen. All that stuff remains. These songs are being played there, but they're also being played on YouTube and Spotify and whatever. So more people are listening to these hits than ever before, right? So in 20 years, more people will have listened to Old Town Road than we listen to Mambo Number no. 5. Huh. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm following, I'm following. It's, yeah, do he you is. think, though, it, he tied number one. fewer... Old Town Roads than there would be Mama Number Fives because I feel like uh, Mama Number Five is a very particular place of me and the Ford Taurus driving mm. to and from high school, right? And also having Smash Mouth All Star and uh, um, a million other, not a million, obviously, is I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, other songs like that that uh, Goo Goo Dolls, right? Of like when you when those come on at karaoke, everyone knows every word, and I feel like yeah, Old Town Roads. Do, killing it right now and it's great but are there more of those hidden that are making that trend I mean to, this is what I was saying I'm not I don't mean as a source of pride nor am I like hipstering it I've still never heard baby shark I still, like I mean I know baby shark's a thing obviously but I, I like I feel like it's the same, like in the old days when you heard it we'd come studio. no I didn't Kevin you I'm must not have fucking you just, lying to you me. didn't no you didn't know that <laughs> okay. well that's weird <laughs> I don't think there's do 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 to do to do I know is like that yeah, baby shark no, I've heard you. I've heard you, you do it. Just, to you, that's it. That's all. Like that's the song. Okay. Uh, I lost my point somewhere in here. Uh, you're talking about All Star and yeah. there being more of them yeah. then than now. Yeah. Oh, it's the fractured idea, right? Of like, since we're not watching all, we're not all watching the same thing anymore. Like Game of Thrones was awesome because everybody was doing something together, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, even you have other shows similar to that, but if you're, I think you look back at, like, when there it was must-see TV Thursday, right, or it was ER, it was, like, literally legitimately you came to school or work the next day and everybody had watched that because what the fuck else are they going to watch or do? I mean, but I think it goes back to what I was saying of, like, there's just more outlets now, and, like, it's not, you, it's not just one TV in the house that people are watching. So, Stranger Things. Right, yeah. Like Stranger Things, people can be watching on their phones, on their tablets, on their laptops, on the TV, and I feel like. But they also is, could be watching Queer Eye. They could also be watching Hulu. They, they could, could watch but Hulu, like so. they are watching all those things. I think though, like there's Game of Thrones is the anomaly. Game of Thrones also was not viewed by as many people as some of these other shows, mm. right? So I think it feels like it's more important than it is, even yeah. though it very much is important. People are paying to watch this show, and it's a phenomenon, right? But it's like. There is the side of this that just more people have access to to Netflix sure. than to cable, sure, and or YouTube streams or, or, yeah, or YouTube streams or whatever. And so it's like, are there less of those type of things? I don't know. Like I don't. I feel like it's it is just different. Of like their meaning might be lost because I I would say there's more of them, which means each individual one is less memorable. You know. Yeah. Um, whereas like like I think that Smash Mouth's a perfect example, right? It's like we think of them as a one hit wonder. But as we proved at prom, no jokes. No, yeah, yeah. They had six, seven hits that, that yeah. they could play that we all knew all of them. Very you know? big songs. And but it's like none of them hit the level of All Star or I'm a Believer. Like those two were the the songs, right? Yeah. Whereas now we have Old Town Road, but it's like look at like Gangnam Style. I feel like Gangnam Style might have been like the the first breakout of yeah, this I feel new that. wave that I'm talking about. In years, karaoke. Doesn't matter what language you speak, people will be doing Gangnam Style and everyone there is going to know it in the same way we know. Some of these like other I believe styles. it's Gundam style. Gundam style, yes. <laughs> the, the infamous remix. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it's interesting to look at like just the way that like albums are being put out and stuff. Like Ariana Grande dropping album after album like back to back, where it's kind of just like MCU movies. 
You know? Yeah, you were talking about there's this, like, right? There's no break anymore. She's putting a bunch of singles out and stuff just like that. putting yeah. them out, and they're all just hit, 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 hit. Like, having, like, five number one, or five uh, Billboard, like, top ten hits at once. It's like, yeah, there's, there's been a ton, ton of articles that are just saying, like, the age of the album is over. Like, it's just, it's put mm-hmm. out a single every two or three months or whatever, because that's just, it's easier to do. And also, there's, uh, there's just way less overhead, because I guess putting out an album that's going to have three or four singles and six songs that never hit like that were never meant to hit it's like a waste of time almost you know but i mean so like i feel like that was more true during the itunes days of when things like when it turned to the single you have to sell for a dollar oh right whereas before you had to buy the album to get the single that you wanted who cared about the other songs sure but then once itunes came it's like oh shit now those other songs like ah fuck why are we doing that they're not buying those they're gonna buy this but now because of Spotify I think the album is more important than it's ever been it's just looks smaller albums smaller albums less duration for each song because Drake can put out a a mixtape and he's gonna dominate Spotify and if you go to like the top 40 um, or the the top 50 charts for that day if Drake Beyonce Ariana any of them drop an album all 10 songs of the album are gonna be in the top 50 charts I always felt right. like mixtapes were like non-canon in comics. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I, like, I was always, you know, I was waiting for the new Kendrick Lamar album, and then he put out his mixtape. I was like, yeah, but I'd rather just have, like, the new, the real album. It's like, <laughs> like when, when Disney does a sequel that goes direct to DVD. Instead yeah. Instead of going to theater, and it's not canon. Yeah, not, not part of it. Anything it's about it. Not part so of the overall universe. Fucking you guys are missing out on Lil Wayne's mixtapes, man. They're dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, I don't know. I was... I mean, this is the wrong show. I was going to say I saw Lion King over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Show. Tomorrow. I'm going to be I'll watch it tonight. I can't I'm wait, I can't I'm wait to talk excited. about that. No. Spoiler. Did you like it, Kev? Yeah, I really liked it. I liked it. We'll see what we'll Tim see says. What uh, before we go, Andy, what happened to your jack? What's this thing? Andy, what Coffee? Blood? Demon? It's everywhere. <laughs> it's on my sleeves too. Andy Cortez. It's on my sleeves too. I didn't know it's that. Everywhere. <laughs> he opens his jacket. There's like a giant wet spot inside. It's sloppy. Wait, is it barbecue sauce from the nugs? You think? No, it's probably. Uh, dude, pizza? it's old, obviously. So it's probably. Oh wow! Wow, it's blown out. Jesus. Yeah, it's probably. It's hard to even see, like far away. I oh no! It. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> you <can see> <laughs> You're like, there's no possible way the human eye can see. Oh, yeah. so no, I think it's volcano curry. Actually, that makes it's sense. probably volcano yeah, curry. That makes 100% From when? Yeah. Huh? From when? From when? That's a great question, Kevin. Because <laughs> I haven't worn this jacket in a while. It's just been in my closet. Stain, stains. You know where I, I go? It, you, stain, stains everywhere I go. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with I thought, something. I thought, I thought there was something kind of... I jumped with like the parachute in my hand. It was just a sheet that yeah. just kept falling. I went to go play basketball this weekend, and there was like the cutest dogs, and I swear the dude thought that I was looking at his girlfriend. But Was that sh- Volcano Curry? No, no, no. Basketball court. Basketball court that I... That I thought was called Rosa Parks. Yes, okay. it's a it's a, a a park near my house where I grew yeah. up, and it's definitely called Rossi Park. Park, yeah, but <laughs> not I, Rosa Park. He's like, hey Tim, I was playing basketball at Rosa Parks last <laughs> week. I'm like, I don't think that's yeah, right. I don't, think you, big, I don't think you were. So I see this couple, and like they have two two beautiful dogs. Right, sure. they have a big old big old lab, and then they have one about this big. It looks about the size of a Shiba. Sure. But it looks like a fucking dire wolf, you nice. know. It looks like a husky or something. Yeah. And so, like, I so I I was so excited that they came back to the basketball court, and the guy was like, "Hey, man, do you mind if I take a couple a couple shots?" 
I was like, oh, of course. I was like, I just want to talk about the dog. And I was like, is that like a is that like a Sheba mix or something? And she's like, oh, it's a miniature husky. And oh my god, I want Get twelve of, of these, Kevin. They're, they were Kevin, fucking me miniature husky. Miniature husky. But like, it didn't have the tail. <laughs> sure. No, wait. What do you mean? Yeah, I had a yeah, tail. The the Shiba Inos have the curved tail that like looks really fluffy. Yeah, I just thought like size wise, I just it it had the size and sort of a profile of a Shiba. You know, right. Shibas have like that very distinct sort of like face shape and yeah. everything. The foxes, the fox. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was a a. Are you bringing it up, Kev? Yeah. Okay. I got cool. it, dude. But now the guy thought you were looking at his girlfriend, but it was that not? That was well, because like, they were walking by earlier, and I was like totally, I, I kept doing the thing. I was like, I was, like the, I, no lips. wonder when Andy's looking at him like, damn. Yeah. He's like, no, sorry, it's the dogs. Look at it. Look, Look at, at this eyes. little thing. Yeah, see, this thing looks like it, it's got some Shiba Inu in it. Right, that's right? what I thought, Look Kevin. The curved tail. It's just, it's very, a, it's a total, nice it's a total Look husky. Look at the dude up there. The, 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 the up. Right. Yeah. Look at these little guys. This might just be a regular husky. Oh, it's so cute. It's so adorable. I like that one. But yeah, so I I will put it on record right now that I think I think the size and shape of a Shiba is the ideal perfect ah, dog it's size. Too small. No way. It's like in the middle, dude. Nah, man, it's what way too small. What's wrong with Porty? Fucking shape to my face. Look at that. I want like a big dog to like. You know, I feel like. I like the idea of a big dog, Akitas, but then I look man. at big goldens no, or big, big uh, or akitas, Japanese akitas, Akira. um, Akira. and they're too big. They're just too. No, fucking look at them! Look at them! It's so perfect. That's what I'm saying. It's the same size. Yeah, yeah, no, this, Shibas this, are better than this. I don't like. This is an evolved Pokemon. I don't like it one no, bit. But this is like. The oh, that's an Akita one. Inu. That's yeah, a mix. That's, wow, no, I didn't realize no, that. That's Akita. That's how you spell Akita. Right. Yeah, but d no, but not Akita Inu. It's just Akita. Do you what? like Akita? No, it's bananas. an Akita <laughs> Getting caught in the rain. The one on the far left, Kevin, the dark faced one. That sounded really bad. Yeah, click on. <laughs> <laughs> click on. Uh, there was one at at work at like RT it. Games that one of our coworkers had. His name was Kevin, and he had this dog, and it, it just you'd walk in the door, and it would see you and get excited. It would just go. Like a really like kind of quiet owl, yeah. and it was so adorable, dude. That's pretty cool. And I want, and I would just hug it. Uh huh. But like, its fucking fur would get everywhere. But it was just so like gentle. It was like a little gentle giant. Her name uh -huh. was Akali, and I'll never forget Akali. her. R.I.P. Akali ma. No, she's still alive. No, You're but like up? for when yeah. she's probably like three years old now. I went on the pr the post, post show. show. I I got an Instagram ad recently, oh, and I was like, oh shit, motherfucker, I'm is buying this thing instantly. Guarantee it's a diamond butt plug. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Remember, if you like the show, it would mean a lot to us. If you went to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you toss us a few bucks, you get each and every show early, ad-free. You can watch it while we record it live, plus you get that pre and post show all exclusively. If you don't want to talk, toss any bucks our way, or you can't, no big deal, you can wait till Friday when we put it up as one big YouTube video, and MP3 without the pre-show and you get some ads without the post-show too. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, been a pleasure to serve, serve with you. You know what I mean? And, and the sauce on my jacket. Yeah, shout out to that. <laughs> Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.